previously on the mortal path. And suddenly, hundreds of thousands of tens of thousands of millions of billions of tiny little lights shine all over the walls and the floor and the top of this cavern, which seems to be almost this perfect sphere. It's the lock of dark brown hair that's tied around it with little streaks of grey in it. And you recognise that hair because that is oh your mother's God. hair tied around the oh vial. Oh my God, okay. It is sand, right? You kind of reach out and you knock a little bit off the wall and as you touch it, there's a, there's a crackle to it. It's not sand. It seems to be smoother and it seems to kind of melt into this paste and then as it falls away, goes back into a dust. This is strange. Wait, maybe ask, ask it, is there a, a something one might describe as a, a demon uh, prowling? And if so, anywhere near? Oh, it looks up at you and you can see these, these tears falling down its cheeks and it shakes its head and it goes, no. I didn't see it. This this poor child, we've seen what's happened to his father. Well, yeah, I wanted that. shaken, you are dazed, and as you look around, there is no Taishul, there is no Findex, and the room is trashed. Nerium, with your perception, your passive perception of 15, mm-hmm. the door out of this room that leads into the Archicrypt, that then leads out of the Archicrypt and down into the main layers, complete darkness in the crack of it just being ajar. Total abject darkness. And I can't see through that darkness. Not at all. With my passive perception of 15, I can see my uh, party members either side of me, can I? Or next to me or whatever. Wherever yeah. Yeah. Can I see any of Findex and Teichel's stuff? Like the things that they were carrying? Have they taken that with them? Or have they dropped their... Because he had like a, a... He had a lovely hat and a sword and things. Is any of his stuff still here? There is nothing. Right, right. Okay, good. Can I feel if my mage armor is still up? As you take a second to concentrate and sort of feel for it, no, nothing. Okay, okay. So it's been more than eight hours then. You gather so. How do we feel? Hungry. Oh, I'm so hungry. (laughs) Sorry. I I turn around and I look at Nat and I go... Oh. <laughs> no, no. Nat, is that you? Not like that. No, it is me. I'm just a little peckish. I think I think we've been out for a long time. I can't see any sign of Findex or or Taishul. You you were right, Nerium. It does happen, Taro. You you wouldn't believe. He was dangerous. We should have. I shouldn't have given him that chance. I mm, I'm looking at what he's just done, and uh, I don't know that we had a chance the other direction either. We could have. We could have run away, but. No, we could have got him. He was at our mercy. We could have got him. We should have done it. Do you think? We didn't know for sure, though. 
honestly, Taro, I, I've been feeding him. I, I, I don't think that was the right thing to do. We, we couldn't have taken an innocent life. What if we were wrong? I've got an idea. Nat, uh, do you remember what we were talking about the other night? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that now. <laughs> it feels like it was ages ago. I will take my candle of char out of my pocket mm-hmm. and I will stomp over to the nearest uh, flat surface and I will mm-hmm. put it on that surface and I will ha- hold my hands out either side of it and I will say light and I will try to light it with prestidigitation. Nothing happens. Nothing happens? Roll me a d20. That's not an improvement from nothing happens. That's, I hope a, you're that's aware. a natural 20. That's a nat 20? Yes. Really? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. S- You're blowing down. your load on this, Jesus. Okay, so you concentrate to bring this magic up and there is this barrier, like this complete walling off around you and your new magical talents to a point where for a second you think it's not there, it is gone. And then you manage to push through this tiniest crack and the smallest flame appears and lights the candle just before flickering out. And that feels like it has taken a great effort. Oh shit. That's weird, but also I did just wake up from unconsciousness, so not that weird. Do we notice this or is this just like, it just looks like she didn't try very hard? You've seen Nerium cast before. Down in the learning chambers, she's cast huge flames. And in this place, she's cast normal flames. That looked like it took a lot of effort. Also as a side note, all three of you are very hungry. It's not just Nat. Okay, well, I have my lit candle. I am going to shut my eyes and and really concentrate and go, are you there? I would like you to roll me another d20, please. Yeah, that one's a two. There is nothing, but there's nothing again in the sense that you are blanketed or very, very, very far away from your usual source of magic. Can I try again? You keep trying, and there's just nothing. And it's not nothing like you're being ignored, but there's nothing. I'm going to go find some food. And then I think Terry's walking towards the door with the downwards to the the hell hole. Okay. You open that door, and it is just completely black. The same as in the learning chambers in that room. It's just this complete wall of darkness. Uh, Taro, before you go through there, you might want to t- 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 test something out first. Test what? I I grab a book. Is there a book left? There are. There are books all around you. I'm going to stop you then. Nat would never risk a book. <laughs> I was just thinking exactly the same thing. Who are well, you? A lot of the you... books have already been destroyed. <laughs> oh, wait, shit. Who are you? Are you... I, I'm Nat. Nat wouldn't throw a book, I don't... If I know anything about Nat, it's that you respect books more than people. Nat. <laughs> that's, the, like, that's not at all true. Nat, <laughs> what's the name of your uh, twin sister? Gertrude. I mean, that's fairly secret knowledge, I would have thought. She passed away a long time ago. Nobody else is going to know that, are they? I mean, there was a thing here that turned into into her dad, so... Uh, hang on, hang on. There must be something we've learned. Oh, what about from before here? Um, Nat, what colour was your armour before we got teleported? Black. I mean, I think it was black, wasn't it? It was black. Yeah. Uh, name someone from the Ice Tooth Ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know who it is. You know who you have to name. 
Bring him back. Bring him back. Episode 23, come back. Bring him in. <laughs> Reel him into the story again. <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> Even I can remember his name. Neriam, she's, she's taking a long time with this one. It's only been about a day. I don't You're know what... right. Yeah. Taro, Thunderwaver. All right. Oh. Oh! <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Roxas, Roxas, Roxas. I was thinking of Roxas, 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 Don't dox us! <laughs> only, only, only Taro talked to, to Roxas, Roxas, Roxas. Oh, that's true. Oh, uh, yeah. I was also thinking of Elden Suga. I can remember everyone from that, because it happened a day ago. Great, great episode. Well, a couple of days ago at this point. Nat, what are you doing? You pick up a book, everyone's yelling at you. Wait, stop. I just want to test something. And then I slowly push it into the darkness. The book goes into the darkness. And then I slowly pull it back. Comes back out. I I was just wondering in case it was something destructive. I will take up my uh, candle, blow it out, stuff it in my pocket, wander over and say, Here, Nat, uh, you could try casting some of your light and see if it goes into the darkness. Meshach. Roll me a d20. 15. Nothing happens. What? Did the... It doesn't work. Yeah, no. I, I, I'm feeling very odd. I don't know if you're getting this too, but it's like it's like it's like it's under a blanket. It's not. I can't reach it. I reach for my book. Tara sticks his head in. <laughs> Tara sticks his head in. Okay. Well, hold on. Let me fucking let me just. No, Tara sticks his head okay, in. Okay, hold on. You're gonna yell that in a Marian minute. Marion boots Tara's ass. Um, Please let us get through this fucking episode. I'm not here guys. to fucking play. I'm not so, here to fuck around. Natalia, you reach for your book of shadows. Nothing there. And <gasps> then Taro. Fuck. Taro sticks his head into the <laughs> darkness. Taro. Just let him do it, Nat. You know he's gonna. It's dark, Taro. It's dark, Nat. Oh, congratulations. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't talk. Maybe it was all a big trick. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm, I'm feverishly like checking my stuff and like my bag and my pockets and just trying to find if anything is gone or if this book of shadows I've just forgotten where it is. Or... So you have everything, but the things that you have that are magical, there's no magic feeling coming from them. Wait, so the book of shadows is there? It's just not magical or the book of shadows is not there? The Book of Shadows itself is not there. Everything right. else you own is there, but it doesn't feel magical. That's your gem, your sword, everything like that. Do I still have my little tattoo? You do, but it doesn't have that magic buzz to it anymore. I try and read a book. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's in common. Uh, what? It's in your native language. You can read it. But it's it's a book that you've read before here. And when I read it before, was it in common? No. Fuck. This book's changed language. What? Look, I ran over. It, it, it's in common. Nerium to you. I it's... can read that. No, Nerium uh... to you. It's. <laughs> to... <laughs> Nerium to you. It is just scribbles. It is pretty much the same scribbles as before. And to Taro, it's definitely in Infernal. But again, like you can read it. Yeah, this is in common. <laughs> Miriam, you can't read this. I can't Ner- read it. No. Miriam, can can you read? <laughs> Christ. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Some things. I just I 
don't know this type of writing. You asshole. Why are you calling me an asshole? Oh, don't. That's what we told the <laughs> fish demon his name was. Listen, we need where's, We need to find Findex. Yeah, we do. It, everything's gone weird now. There's all this black stuff. Darren can't read anymore. We have to find Findex. Oh, oh, Taro, have you still got your magic? Go, pony. Go on. Or something. Whatever. I'm not fussy. I don't know. I want to... Can I do... Do I have... What do I have got? Minor illusion? You have minor illusion. Roll me a d20. Goat pony. I got a four. <laughs> Nothing happened. Same, same feeling of being blanketed away from your magic. Ah, well... No, it looks like it's gone. Well, that was a right, couple right. of days, I suppose. Easy, easy come, easy go, I guess. Now let's... Let's have a look. I want to, like, investigate the room to see if, like, anything's been, like, dragged or anything. Okay, yeah. roll me an investigation check. Time to use my real skills and not some some foolish magic. I got a augmented 20. Yay. Tara's gone all Milky Holmes on this. He's, he's going for it. <laughs> Having a look around, this room looks destroyed. Like something's just the same as the heart of the learning chambers, just like absolutely torn apart. But there's no like dragging marks. There's no blood on the floor. There's no anything like that the only other thing that you notice is that the door to the archive room which had all the books and bookshelves in it is closed doesn't look like anything's happened here i suppose that's well uh, you know apart from all the in- clearly exploded furniture oh yeah other than that but should we should we no i'm gonna open that door which one we'll do it quietly quietly carefully the, the archive one do it regularly you pull on the door handle and it it doesn't give like the door handle doesn't even move it's like pulling on a bit of the wall guys i'm very worried about this it's not it's not opening it feels like something wants us to go into the darkness my question on that is if you were a terrifying demon shaped like a child who had just stolen a horribly injured person and our friend findex would you lock the door behind you or would you leave a terrifying trail of horror for unwitting idiots like us to dive straight into? Which way do we go? Well, it looks like we haven't got much choice here unless you're fancying kicking in a door, which I personally don't right now. I'm perfectly willing to help, Nat, but I don't think... I mean, I, I, it's not exactly a gun show, and I flex my little bite. Oh, we don't have guns, do we? Yes, we do! No, we don't! <laughs> Shut the no, fuck up! No, Tara does not have a fucking gun. Uh... <laughs> Tara reaches into his pocket and Shut pulls out his... Shut the fuck up! He shoots Shut the up. lock on the door. <laughs> I am going to say, Nat, I'm very willing to help you try and knock that door down, but I mean, I'm not going to be much help. All right, let's let's do the, the clothes rope trick again. The clothes rope trick. You know... Oh, you mean so, tying us all together? Yeah, let's do that again. To go into the dark. Yeah, we, yeah. we've we've done this enough by now. Who's going first? Should I go first? I mean, I'm. Yeah, I'll go first, and I'll just listen really carefully. All right, sounds good. All right. I'll get in the middle then, I guess. Yeah. Now you can waggle a sword out the back. Yeah. Uh, okay. Does that work? Uh, you can probably see, like, Nat shaking a bit. I do see that. I go over and I just sort of put my my hands on her hands and I say, Nat. Uh-huh. Without your magic. You are still a badass. You know that, don't you? But... You are strong and brave and clever. But I, I, I had it. And, 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 and now I'm 
all the way on this planet with all these demons and I, this is this is not how it was supposed to happen. I, do you know, I don't think it was meant to happen like this for any of us, but it is where we are. So do you need a moment? Because I think the sooner we get going, the better. But how can I defend myself against something magical? You know that, that big, sharp, pointy thing you've got? But if, if it's a magic demon thing, that won't help. I mean, throw tarot at it first? I don't know. But I, I, I kind of like tarot. Well, there you go then. We all have each other's backs. We'll do what we can. That doesn't resolve into a plan. I think Taro has prepared the clothes rope. He's just standing there holding holding like two ends of some fabric. <laughs> some increasingly tatty bits of shit fabric. Yeah. They're really nasty now. They're really nasty crap. Just yeah. so nasty. That nice musty moldy smell. Mm-hmm. Come on Nat, you can do this. I'll try. I mean, if you prefer, we could just leave you behind. No. I mean, you don't need magic to get through things like this. I've been in worse situations than this, but that's a, it's a story for a different time, I think. I'd love to hear it one day. Oh, you already have. Let's fucking tie ourselves together. Yeah, we do it. We tie ourselves together. I say, right, yeah. Honestly, magic isn't going to get us through this. Luck is going to get us through this. Great, thanks. And luck and a sharp sword. Now let's get going. Now, my fancy dagger isn't magic anymore, but it's still probably the best one I've got, so I'll take that one out. Okay. In my right hand, and with my left hand, I will feel along the wall, and I move slowly and carefully. Nerium disappears into the dark. All three of you step into this complete pitch darkness, and you're walking for about half a second, two seconds, before whatever you've got your hand on on the wall just disappears into nothing, and for a second you are just in this void and then you see in front of you this small humanoid creature and it has these big wide eyes and very soft ears and it's very scrawny and skinny and it's sitting with its knees drawn up to its chest and these wide eyes and it looks over to you and it says what did I do? why didn't you like me? it doesn't matter you don't matter I've got a new friend now. And it's speaking in common, or at least you can all understand it. It doesn't look anything like the elves of Velo. It is a creature that neither, none of you have either seen before. And it reaches up and it's holding a hand that is translucent and trembling, but it is the big and scaly hand of a lizard that is just shaking a little bit as it holds on to this much smaller and delicate looking hand. And then the creature looks back at all three of you and it goes, I'm still so, so hungry. And then you hear this very, very soft, almost like a whisper, like a voice coming from miles and miles and miles away. And it says, help me, please wake up and then the creature disappears and the hand disappears and you are in a cavern of sorts that is full of stars and (gasps) constellations no and they are beautiful and twinkling and perfect and go on forever and you have been here before fuck (laughs) fuck 
No. Did he say wake up? Did Findex, was that Findex? Did he say wake up? He said wake up and he's, oh God, the thing with the ears, it's got him and- Tara just bites his hand. Where are we? Wait, look at the stars, look at the stars. What, what do you recognise? I would like to look at the stars and see if I recognise any of the constellations. You do, you recognise them. They're just ever, ever so slightly different. Astral bodies are huge and space is huge. And if you are in the same system, as I found out on a Google search, the constellations do look the same. Any differences in them are minimal and tiny. They're just in weird, like a weird turn in the sky. It takes you a second, but you can see the constellations, you know. I, I point straight at the mouse and I say, the mouse! As you do that, the stars light up in that same way. All these little streaks of blue light flickering between them to make the points. And a door appears on the side of the cavern that is green. Wait. Tara bites his hand. <laughs> like hard enough to draw blood? Yeah, he's trying to wake up. He just he just chomps. He's just going for a chomp. He chomps. <laughs> Nothing happens. You're still in the cavern. Blood trickling down your wrist. It's very anime style. Nat, Nat, do you know any of these constellations? Uh, uh, the, the sword? The sword lights up the same way, and next to the green door, a red door appears. The sand snake. And another constellation lights up all these little streaks between the stars, and a pale blue door is in the wall. This is too many doors, this is wrong. Wait a second. The, the boat. The hall of stars. You start naming the different constellations, and the door doesn't change. The constellations do, but the door doesn't. My thoughts are stars. I cannot fathom into constellations. Yeah. Nice, John Green. I think Tara's going to start walking towards the doors, and if other people want to come with, due to the nature of rope, uh, they can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bounce along. Uh, wait, which door? I mean, th- they lit up for, for each of us. Maybe each one of us should go through. I don't think we should split up. Okay, sure. What do they look like? Sturdily made, simply made, with paint, paint on them. It's clearly paint. Green paint, red paint, and a pale blue paint. Are these the ones we picked? All I know is that Nat went through the red one because that's like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are the doors you went through. That's interesting. Whichever door we go through, we should go together. If we can, but we might not be able to. I would like all three of you to make me a perception check. 17. Okay. Sorry, that was the bulge. Yeah. What is he doing here? Goodbye. <laughs> Hello. It's it took all my power to not just like fall straight back into doing a Toronto voice. Like Don't. twelve. Five. Tara and Nerium, you two having this conversation. Nat, something catches your attention and you look up and you see hanging in the air either incredibly far away or not too far away. You can't tell the distance in a chamber like this. It's too difficult to pass that. A single violet drop hanging in the air. <laughs> I can't believe Kitty died. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. And from this violet drop, there is a single strand and it looks almost silken and almost the same way that people make candy floss. You can see slowly something being spun out of it. And as you take a second to watch it, you see a foot starting to appear that is spindly and delicate looking. Guys, look look over there. 
Oh, fuck. Uh, what is that? Any idea? It's a foot. It's a foot. It's a violet drop. <gasps> oh, it is. As you're watching, this leg is being spun out of nothing, out of this violet drop. And you can see this creature beginning to take shape. And then all three of you hear... Is it the kid with the ears? Mm-hmm. And oh, all three fuck. of you hear this voice that goes, <laughs> It's working. Pyrusa, it's working. Life from magic. I've done it. I stomp right over to that fucking foot and I waggle my knife at it and I go, whatever you're doing, it's not funny. Give him back. We're, we're in the heart of the city, right? That's what this is. Is it? I thought it was, the, it was where we were. Is that where we are? Because it looks like the cave. Was, was it the kid's voice? No, that was a no. voice you've never heard before. But again, at least speaking in a language that all of you recognise, if not in common. This is this has got to be what what Dexa was, his notes. It's, is Dexa, is this Dexa, doing this now? Have we, have we somehow gone back? He didn't look up to it, frankly. But um, I think Terra unties the the cloth from his whatever it's attached to. Oh, uh, do you know what? Actually, Nerian would have had to untie herself to stomp over under where the blue foot, the violet foot is hanging. C- can we reach the violet drop? No, it is. As you reach up, it's way above you. Guys, I've got a feeling we will need to run, either fight or run. Well, I think you know where my preferences lie. And then Taro looks at Nat and then pushes the door handle on the red door. As the door swings open, you can smell this sweet smell of cut grass and hay and like a really nice warm summer's day can we see anything it's like looking through frosted glass without your glasses on it's incredibly pixelated and blurry but you can see what looks like green and white maybe a bit of blue wait taro no taro stops i think he was about to walk through it and then he stops when that says Uh, that a, a, a different door a different door please pick mine why? What's wrong with what's wrong with this? It looks You're running away from something. Nat says we're not to go through hers. Pick mine. I think Tara goes and opens the blue door. Again, the smell hits you. It's something very dry, very arid, almost dusty. And you can see again like bits of green, but with this kind of almost like golden colour around them. Oh. Oh I see. I mean this place is fine too. Are, are you sure? I mean mostly. I have a lot of friends at home who would all be willing to help us. But should we put them all in danger? Alright, well you sold me on this one anyway. Uh, yeah, Tara opens the green door and just steps in. You had me at friends. Uh, uh, sorry, Neri. Yeah, what's happening with the foot? The foot is now a fully formed creature and it is hanging in the air, almost in the fetal position, eyes closed, hugging its knees to its chest. It looks incredibly delicate and gentle and small and soft. And it's how many feet above us? Easily ten. What if I tried to cast Mage Hand? Uh, Roll me a d20. Yeah, it's a six. Nothing happens. I look up at the creature and I say, I can't leave. I can't go through that door. If you have our friend, he's frightened. 
people who are frightened of you aren't your friends. He's ours. Give him back. There's no response. Uh, how far away is the green door? Couple of feet. I'm going to try one last time and say, I'm a pretty good shot with this knife. Speak to me. No response. I look at what is effectively a helpless, vulnerable baby floating in the air above me. And I say, fuck, and I follow Nat through the door. All three of you go through this door and there is a second of like pulling, but it feels internal. It's almost like in your heads. And then all three of you are in this very big garden and it's a gray and cold and miserable day. And as you look around and you look at each other, all of you are about eight years old. Eight to ten. What? Oh, shit. This isn't where I thought we'd go. This is before. Are you... Hang on, what? Wait. This is very not good. And I don't have friends here. Sorry. I was specifically sold on the promise of friends. Well, you <laughs> And know, I feel considerably let down at this point. Life changes. What does Tarot... What... You tell me, what does what does Tarot look like? You Actually, this is a good point. And I'm going to leave this actually entirely in your hands. Yeah, we've, we've got to think about this. this uh-huh. <laughs> there's, a, there's a real question here. You see a short, very short little tiefling with a hair that's a little bit longer, almost kind of like in curls rather than the shorn look. The horns are long in proportion, but a little bit shorter. And there's just this big pair of glasses on the nose that almost need to keep being pushed up. And he's in the same clothes that, that he was in before. The cloak now is kind of just a plain cloak. It's not the same magic-y cloak, but like the shirt is nice and, and it all looks a bit like costumey because they're clearly like, you know, adult style clothes, but now they're on on a on a ten year old. I think Tara looks at his like arms and legs and is like, Well, I appear to have shrunk. We are in a garden. Is there a hedge or something? There are hedges and topiaries and statues. And opposite you, there is a big, very formidable looking manor house. Right. I will grab my friends and I will drag them behind a hedge so that we are not visible from the house. Make me stealth checks. Come on, quick, quick. This way, this way, this way. Okay. Those (laughs) things first. Get out of sight. As we do so, can I like look at my hands? Yeah. Do I have the red thing? Nope. And as you look at them, they are softer. They are less calloused. And as you look at yourself, it's you, but when you were 10. Do we have any stuff with us? You have all of your stuff. Everything is kind of shrunk to size. So you now have like a mini version of your sword that will still kind of like fit you, so to speak. And Taro still has like a mini version of the Pan Monica that is like on him. (laughs) That's so cute. Hey, Hey, guys. If you thought big size Taro was was stealthy, you'll love shrunken Taro. I might have rolled a one. It's what I'm alluding to with that statement. Okay, so we've got a one. We've got a... I mean, I only got a ten. Whooshed. Which is the lowest I can get. Wow. Eighteen. Eighteen. So you managed to push your friends behind this hedge and Nat very quickly ducks down and sort of hides. But you and Taro have a minute of almost collision where you hit the pan monica and there's a noise that is quite loud. Honk. What's going on? Why are we hiding? Okay. Nerium. Why yes. Why does your house make people shrink? What's the, what's the deal here? <laughs> that is not my house. I cannot stress that enough. That is not my house. Um, 
Now, I don't know if either of you would have... Do you know what? It doesn't even matter. We can't stay here. we got to get the fuck away. Um, I look around and I know roughly where Gorsi Lee is from here, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's about... I mean, on foot, we're little. It'll probably take us about a day. <gasps> oh, I've just realised something. Which way to my mother's cottage? You know where it is from here. Like the back of your hand. I just say, follow me, and I head in that direction. Okay. Oh, all right. Nerium leads you through this garden, through a track that is not obvious to you, but is obvious to her. Round bushes, behind statues, everything is keeping low and quiet and out of sight. Before long, you come to this very, very small cottage that's built on the outskirts of this manor house and well hidden behind bushes and trees so that it wouldn't be obvious from the manor house at all. And there are a couple around here that are servants' cottages and they are very, very small and they don't look particularly well kept on the outside. Not through lack of love, per se, but like through lack of funding so there's flowers in little plant boxes and pots but there's paint chipping off and there's broken windows and splinters of wood that have been boarded over and there is a there is a light flickering from the window in the cottage within view of the cottage i suppose i would i will say you two wait here i need to check something and i'm gonna stealth up and look through the window and see what i can see okay I'd like to make a note that I think Tara is particularly ungainly. <laughs> like, more so than, than normal. Okay. Stumbling and tripping over your feet. Tail flapping wildly. It's just not going well. It's it's a real mess. Looks angelic. I rolled but... another stealth if I'm allowed to. Yeah, roll again. Okay, my next stealth was 24. 24. Very quietly, you sneak up to this window, and as you peer inside... There are a couple of people moving inside the house and they are servants. They are servants that you recognise from when you were about nine or ten. And they're sort of tutting over belongings and you can't really hear what they're saying, but they're, they're either like tidying up or packing up or doing something of that nature. Uh, there's no sign of my mum then. No sign of your mum. Right, uh, I am going to... I mean, there's no fucking lock on no. the door. I will push it open and go in and say, what are you doing? They turn to you and you recognise them. They work in the kitchens mostly. And both of them are sort of kindly middle-aged, uh, half... Well, was well. you tell me, was all the staff halfling or, or was there a wide variety? There was a, there was a wide mix. Okay. There's a human woman and a half-elf woman. And they both turn and look at you. And they, they know you, at least you by name and, and who you are, if not very intimately. One of them gives you a very sad smile. They go... Oh, Nerium, nice to see you. It's been, uh, you know, it's... How are, you, how are you holding up? What do you mean, how am I holding up? What's happened? What are you doing with our stuff? Well, I mean, your mother's been accused of stealing, so, you know, we're... What? Where? What? What? She's... I don't know anything about this. Uh, Janice, uh, I don't know anything about this. I, I I, was away. I was staying with... Uh, fa- fam? Family? It, it, it's not important. Where's my mother? What's happened? What's where have they taken her? Oh, that that I don't know. But uh, listen, we know that we know it wasn't her. But you know how it is when Lord Faluton gets an idea in his head. He says that she took his his uh she took she took his his hand mirror. You know where is she? I don't, sweetheart. I don't know. But you know who took it? Who took her? Who took oh. her? Who 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 took her away? Some of his men. You know the the one his guard. Oh, God. 
listen, we're we're all thinking what we can do to get Charlotte to get him to realize it was it was her who took the mirror. And you know Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Ank was the head of the servant's house, and she was a mean, mean person. Housekeeper. Yeah, who was always looking to sort of move up in the world, so to speak. And one of them, Janice, puts her hand on your shoulder and he goes, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, dear. It's, it's a, She's been framed and yeah, you know how it goes. I, I shake it off and I am just backing away, shaking my head. And I look round. <laughs> this is going to sound stupid, but is there any food in the house? There are like a couple of scraps by the little cooking pot. Right. I'm going to run over, grab them, leave this. Just hold on to it. Right. Hold on to it. Don't sell it. And I fucking get back out to where Nat and Taro little Nat and little Taro are DM here to say hello and oh my god I'm so sorry I'm sorry forever this episode took so long to edit and to get out turns out that when you move house it's really difficult to do that and sometimes you don't have internet for a really long time or time or your hard drive and sometimes you can't find bits of your mic and it just it's just really hard it just turns out it's really hard and I was not organized enough so I'm so sorry that this has taken so long to get to you but here it is enjoy Thank you so much for listening to our show. We are so grateful to everybody who downloads our episodes, who listens. We have just hit 15,000 downloads, which is incredible. That is just so awesome. And it's all thanks to you guys. So please continue to tell people about us because that's the best way that we can grow. Every time you tell a friend, you tell a foe, you really, really help us to grow. Oh, that was a nice bit of poetry. I'll remember that. You can also follow us on all of our social medias. We have Twitter, which is at The Mortal Path. We have Tumblr, which is themortalpath.tumblr.com. We have a Facebook page. We also have our own website, which is themortalpath.com, which is where all of our transcripts are and links to our episodes. And I think that's what we have for social media. But you can follow us on all of them. We regularly post updates and, and little things. That, and it helps to kind of see where we are if an episode is late. Which I'm very sorry about again. So yeah, thank you so much for checking us out, for following us, for telling people about us. We are so grateful. We are back to our regular schedule for updates. You will be glad to hear, I am sure. Our next episode is due to be dropped on the 21st of November. And I'm going to absolutely have it there on time this time. So again, I am just so very sorry. I'd like to also mention our wonderful affiliates, dndice.co.uk. You can get 5% off your dice order with our code, which is MORTALDICE, all capitals, all one word. They do flat shipping worldwide and they do free shipping in the UK. Their dice are gorgeous. I got a set there, which are the Quasar Questa ones. One of many sets of dndice. Dice. dndice dice? Yeah, one of many sets of dndice dice. And let me tell you, that thing is a Nat 20 magnet. And I have to remember to use it only when I am a player and not a DM. I'd also like to thank Orion for all of his hard work doing the transcripts. He has been absolutely invaluable. I hear uh, he's also the moderator for the 
TMP Discord, I think. So thank you for all of that extra work as well. And I hear that he's been organizing a group of people who've been doing more transcripts. And I'm so grateful to each of you. And as soon as I have those to put them up, I will be thanking each of you in turn. And thank, yeah, just thank you so much for your hard work, guys. It means so much. And we are so, so grateful. I'd also like to say thank you, of course, to our wonderful Rachel Graf, who is doing NaNoWriMo this month, but with music, which is awesome because you will recognize that some of the tracks from the mortal city are from her album last year sketching the rain so i'm really excited to see what she comes up this time and and if she's very kind and if we're very lucky i might be able to snag another track to use um and of course she did our theme tune which is incredible so thank you so much we love you and so grateful to have your music on our show in other news, this episode and the next episodes, the next few episodes are both very, very experimental, I think in some ways, and honestly, pretty fucking epic. They really are just, my players like totally took them by the horns and they are just incredible. There is some real amazing content coming up and I just, I could not have been happier with it. I really hope you enjoy it. It was so fun to play through. It's going to be so fun to edit and to listen to again. And if you think I've been weird before, you ain't seen nothing yet. So look out for that. And again, I'm sorry for this episode being so late. Please forgive me. Goodbye. So I think probably what's happened here is that Tara's got very bored and has started trying to teach Nat a card game. <laughs> it's just unbearably cute. So I think it's just a picture. I think it's just like a visual of like of like uh, Taro and uh, like like shrunken Taro and and baby Nat just sitting down, <laughs> just like playing cards. And and for those of us uh, in the know, yes, it is that card game from the dark timeline. <laughs> yeah. That's the card game he's teaching that. <laughs> yeah, it's a very simple card game. And then I think I think as soon as Nerum comes over, he's like, and then that is when you start wagering. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we wager, Tara? Well, it depends on the situation, really. Oh, Nerium. Hi. Hi, right, okay. You, I've got food here. Eat something. While you're eating, listen. This is the past, obviously. We are young. And when I was this age... Um... Well, speak for yourself. Wait, we're in the yeah, past? Uh, you're eating. Just fucking eat, all right? We, when I was this age, my life was not... Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, my mother was alive, however, when I was this age. Um, she never was arrested for stealing in my life. But where we are now, apparently, that's what's happened. And we have to get her out of the cell as a matter of urgency. There is nothing else that I am going to be doing, so I need you to help me. So so we haven't just been uh, de-aged de- de- ourselves? This is actually in, in, in the past. Oh, uh, how, how long ago was this? I, I mean, how old do I, I mean... We're about eight or ten, I suppose that's about thirty years ago. I I haven't been born yet. Yeah, same. Oh. I'm not sure this is Oh well I'm about ten at this point, so you're in my past. You came through my door. I wouldn't stress out, Nerium. It's it's just a dream, right? I might see my mother again, Taro. Okay. What about that wouldn't be stressful? 
I'm going now. And you can be stuck here forever or you can follow me and we'll find out what happens. Oh, I'm happy to help. We've got a little scheme to run. A little... Uh... Yes. Jailbreak. A jailbreak. jailbreak. It'd be fun, Taro. You'll love it. Come on. Yeah, no, no. It sounds fun to me. Nerium, whatever you need, I'm there for you. Oh, Nerium cries. Oh. Clumsy hug. Clumsy hug. While that's happening, Taro's just <laughs> chanting, jailbreak, jailbreak, jailbreak. <laughs> I actually, I'm going to reach out and I'm going to grab Taro's shoulder and attempt to pull him in. Oh, oh fine. <sighs> Thank you. I'm sorry. You know, you said this wasn't how it was supposed to happen. That this is not how we're supposed to find Findex. But I, could, uh, thank you, thank you for letting me do this first. Hey, think of it as a warm up. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it, hopefully she's just in prison, not been captive, taken captive by some extra-dimensional demonic child. Yes, yeah, this is this. This is easy. Jeez, right. Fuck. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Where are we going? We're going down the back, back routes, along hedgerows and through fields and past farms and things till we get to Gorsi Lee, which is a little village, basically. So what happens is you get about 500 foot or so down the path and then there's a little bit where you have to go through like a little wood thicket at least the servants do it's not like the full nice road and as you push out from this thicket you are suddenly at the opposite end of the grounds and looking back at the big manor house what that's wrong wait that was behind us yeah i i, I turn around and take a few steps Let, let's let's go back through this Thicket. I've got. A, I've got a bad feeling about this. You go back through the thicket and you pop out, and the manor house is in front of you. God damn! Yubi's used one of my ideas <laughs> against me. No, <laughs> this is, you've been defeated. We can't. We can't get to her. We can't get to her. Where do you think she is? I think she's in the cells, in the constables. In the village, and I think I can't get to her. What? Wait, no. I hate to say it. I think your dream thinks otherwise. Maybe, maybe this is a this is a test of some sort. Maybe this 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 ground, this area that we've been trapped in. Maybe there's something you need to do. Maybe, maybe she's still here. Maybe, maybe she's somewhere in in the grounds. I think I have to go and get the mirror. Why is it always fucking mirrors? It is always mirrors, isn't it? I'm beginning to sense the theme here. Hmm. Wait. So this isn't a jailbreak. It's a heist. It's a heist, Taro. It's a heist. That's much more up my alley. Now let's let's crack on. Yeah. One aspect of this heist is, um, how familiar are you with grand houses and and you know, servants' passageways and so on? Not at all. Are they the same everywhere? I wouldn't know, Taro. No, neither would I. <laughs> All right. Well, the main thing to remember is that if if you get found by Lord Falutin, depending on what mood he's in, you you might live for a day. <laughs> Don't get caught. All right. And then Taro turns around as is. I think his tail just smashes into a bush, and it makes a lot of noise. Yep. You know, it would be really helpful if you could stand guard for me somewhere. All right. Brilliant. Yeah, that'll do that. Does anyone have their magic again yet? Rashak. Roll me a d20. 
It's a six. Nope. No. Right, okay. Well, we'll go in round the back, round the servant's entrance, follow me, and stay quiet. Stealth checks. I'm so good at stealth. And while you're making these stealth checks, I will remind you, Narium, that you know that that Charlotte Ank's rooms are sort of like mid-house towards the back. She is housed in the main house, which is pretty special. She's managed to get her way up a couple of ladders, but it's in the servants' quarters. It is far back. It's certainly not part of the main house. Wait, you said rooms. So, like, I mean a bedroom and a, and a little ensuite bathroom type thing. She's got a fucking bathroom. Oh, wow. Yeah, she has... She's worked there as long as you've been there, and she is as cutthroat as Lord Fluton. Yeah, and he is very rich. Yeah. I got 25 on okay. stealth. I got 15 on stealth. 26. Wow, this is much better. You all get the hang of your new little little bodies, and you all manage to make your way through these gardens, through the back, to the servants' quarters, or to the servants' entrance, rather, at the back of the house. At the bottom of the stairs to the servants' entrance, I will station Taro and say, Taro, uh, if someone comes up the stairs, make bird noises. Okay. Wait. Brilliant. Bye. Wait, wait. What's a bird sound I like? Caca. I've, I've gone. I've gone. Taro, it sounds like caca. Caca. Okay. I got that. <laughs> shh. Shh. Right. Sneaking up. Anybody around? Make me a perception check. Should I also perception? Yes, please. 23. 23. Six. Six. Natalia, you can't hear anything. <laughs> this is a kind of... This is a house, the only equivalent you've actually really seen the inside of are, oh, uh, well, actually, maybe you've been inside a couple. Um, <laughs> um, it's just kind of a big, fancy house. Nerium, as you're going up the stairs, you notice two things. One, some of the architecture here is not right. It's not exactly the same as you remember it there are parts of it and it's only when you get halfway up the stairs and you see this, this very faded inscription on the banister that says no servants past this point but it's very faded in and kind of like like whoa, whoa, whoa. etched and not quite right and as you notice that you hear from down where you've left tarot very heavy footsteps and they are the footsteps of very very expensive boots with the little spikes on the end, and you know what Lord Faluton's footsteps sound like. We're in the servants' cause. Tara, make me a perception check. That would be an eight. Big house. I've never rolled above ten in my life. <laughs> you just got a fifteen on stealth, my man. You're, uh... you're, you're very quiet there, but you don't hear anything. I grab Nat and we hide. Okay, you are on a staircase. Are you going to go up or down? Up. Okay, you're leaving Taro? I mean, the boots are behind us and Taro can hide. You two run up this flight of stairs very quietly. And this is a very long corridor and you kind of recognize it as just like a generic corridor that was in Lord Faluton's house. And you kind of think it almost fits with the servant quarters, but it's just a little bit janky. It just doesn't quite fit, but there are big kind of cupboards in the walls here that are very easy to hide in. And indeed you have hidden in them before. And Taro, you are standing there and then you hear footsteps from just the corner, like about to turn into where you are. What do you do? You have the equivalent of six seconds. You have an action, a bonus action and movement, we will say for this. I think he's sort of frozen in, in analysis mode. 
And then he just he just goes, car uh, car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you say that, and this huge figure steps around the corner and it's almost comically huge as if you are looking at it from the perspective of a child almost doubled nerium describe to me what does lord faluton look like um he is uh corpulent he is not especially tall but certainly yes he would look huge to uh, an eight-year-old because he is florid he has like big ginger like moustache like kind of Colonel Mustard, big wax moustache and his receding hairline and he's got broken veins across his cheeks and all the rest of it. Um, and yeah, he's just he's just a bit gammon, really. <laughs> Smoked or honey <laughs> roast? You threw a few words around there. <laughs> uh, very much brined. Ooh. He is also holding in his hands a very, very lethal and cruel looking whip. And as he looks down at you, he has this huge, nasty smile on his face. And he says, found you. And there's a second layer to it. This almost like little softer, found you to it. And then there is a crack. And Taro, you take... Uh... No! Uh... <laughs> 20 points 20 points of damage as this whip just crashes into you. Goodbye, friends. Oh, no, wait, no. no I, let me check actually how much health do I actually have. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Ooh, okay. I'm good. Thumbs up, everyone. I'm still rocking it. I'm still good. I'm still Did alive. we hear that? Oh, you you know the sound of that whip cracking. Kapoo! Yeah. And as it hits you, Taro, he disappears. And the whip disappears. And you are left there bleeding heavily. And very, very injured. I have flown out from where I was hiding and run down the stairs with my knife out. You see, Taro, are you... I mean, I suppose at that point you're you're lying down, right? You've been knocked down by that. Yeah, probably. Where is he? Oh, that, that big guy. I don't know, he just vanished. He's got a really nasty whip on him, that guy. I drop the uh, knife because I am too busy reaching for the bottle of healing potion... Tarot's healing potion, which I think we can wow. call it. okay. <laughs> he's the only person who ever gets to drink it. And I'm like, the main user. <laughs> thrust it at him. If only you had some means of healing yourself, Tarot. Here you go. <laughs> thrust it at him, and I say, drink that. And then I scramble for my knife again, and I'm looking around to see if he's anywhere. Maybe a perception check. I've rushed down the stairs afterwards. You see all of this happening at the same time. Tarot, do you drink it? Yeah, I take a chug. Tastes like sand. Ew. Oh, oh. Ew. Oh, this sucks. What, what do you do to this? It used to be better. It used to be nice. Yeah, take it back. Uh, I rolled a 21. You can hear the very, very softest of footsteps from a distance. So he's not here. Oh, he's not here. But as you take a second to listen, that next is just a little bit louder. Oh. Uh, I grab the bottle of tarot. I say, there, you're all fixed up. Come on. I'll do my best, but I'm definitely not in any way fixed up. You are not in any way fixed up. Wait, no. I see that and go, oh, oh. oh. Neri, if if we all stay in one group, it'll just make us easier to to find. I think, I'm sorry, you know this place 
better than us. I need to get Taro to safety. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I think I might be pretty easy to find anyway. And I'm going to point to what's probably a trail of blood at this point. That's why I'm, I'm going to help you. And we're just going to stay away from this this guy as long as we as we can. Binary and time to to do whatever it is. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's a good idea. Nat, thank you. And and just hide. And I book it for Charlotte's room. And I am not stealthing at this point. I'm moving as fast as I can. I have the knife out. I am just fucking. I got to pick up that mirror. Okay. Where are you two going? I think back out of the house. Okay. I think Tara's probably on the edge of consciousness at this point, so he's probably just yeah. being like dragged. Is there a very cute scene with little Nat holding little Taro's hand? Oh. Yeah, I think there is, yeah. Except Taro, it's less cute because Taro's limping and bloody and like barely <laughs> able to move. <laughs> I I had I had this whole plan. I was going to do the thing with and I had a voice and I had I had a name and 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 I was going to do the thing get get Nat. I had the whole thing planned. It was going to be fine. It's okay, Taro. And I, I slip, like, his arm around my shoulders. I'd, like, try to carry it. We'll, we'll get out of this. Just just you keep stepping forward. And I look over my shoulder. Okay. Just every so often as we're moving across this, the grass and into the hedges. Okay, make me a perception check. 80, uh, nope. 60. I thought you said 80 for a minute there, and I was like, that's the wrong dice, <laughs> I, man. I downloaded 100. <laughs> that is your percentile <laughs> yeah, dice. That's the wrong one. So you are running through this grass with Taro kind of half draped I, th- I think you. running is going to be pushing okay. it. Yeah. You are moving as quickly as possible with a drag tiefling mm. with you. And as you look behind you, you move behind this hedge, and then suddenly you have gone back through that servant's door. And you are standing again at the doorway of the servants' quarters. Oh, fudge. Nerium, you running along this corridor, you know the way to Charlotte's rooms. And there's another little set of stairs that goes up. I, you know, whatever dash my action I need to take to get up there as quick as I can. As you come up to this corridor, this one is kind of shorter and you don't remember it being that short but there is charlotte's door on the left you know it's charlotte's door because it has a nameplate with her name and title on it and there's also an elf standing there a elf from fellow and it is an elf from Velo in learned robes looking very regal and kind of hunched and this elf is clutching an item that you recognize although it doesn't look quite the same it's the alice wheel but it's kind of not smaller but it's thinner and a bit weirder and this elf you recognize in that split second as dexa and he's looking around and this wall that he's on is not the same wall of the corridor you've seen this wall before this wall is like the wall of the heart of the learning chambers and as he looks around he pauses and he waits and then he presses the Alice wheel and he presses a button on it and he and it disappear. I whisper motherfucker to myself and I get into Charlotte's room. Nat and Taro, you hear very loud footsteps about to come around this corner. Kuchunk, kuchunk, kuchunk. No, hi. We, yeah, we try and um, move away from them. Is there anywhere else? There is a door on the wall, but it's closer to the corner. 
I move towards the door, and what I want to do is open it, push Taro in, and close it. Taro, you are dragged, and as Nat gets up to this door and opens it, it swings open, and as you are pushed through this door, you stumble a little bit, and at the exact same moment that Nerium, you open the door to Charlotte's room, Taro, dunk, gently knocks into you, bloody and disorientated, and Nat, you turn and look over your shoulder at this huge, looming figure. Now that you have seen him, he looks all the lovely adjectives as before. <laughs> Well, greetings to you, Lord, and how are you today? Who are you? My name is Natalia, and I have been um, sent to let you know that dinner is ready. Make me a deception check. Perception check? Deception. Hey, deception. You, you know, oh, deception. You know Stop got... thinking I'm trying to make you look Sorry. at things. Hey, if only there was someone in the party who had a good deception score and has ever been allowed to roll deception <laughs> in the entire game the fates just don't want you to mate no it's not like i don't try to deceive people i do my best <laughs> yeah but the thing okay here's the thing as a dm i don't want to call you out on every lie because that makes it really obvious <laughs> yeah because you'd be rolling every third that's sentence. true what did you get there 12 he looks down at you and he grins wider and he goes then lead on very very well um, and I slowly start to uh, walk up the stairs. Okay. He follows you way too close to you. Just ka-chunk, right behind you. And you can hear this kind of sound of the end of the whip dragging along the staircase as you walk up it. I just I just keep going. I, I'm trying to walk at a measured pace. Okay. Nerium and Taro suddenly dunk gently into each other. Uh, hey! Terrible. Hey, it's, it's Neri! Hello! I grab him by the shoulders, put him to one side, oh. and go through the room. Okay, make me an investigation check. I knew it was going to be that. <laughs> oh, I suck at it. I'm the worst rogue for investigation that there ever was. Okay, that is an 11. You start just like pulling this room apart and there's all these things of finery that shouldn't be here. You recognize a couple of Lord Falutin's items, but you don't immediately see the mirror. Tara, what are you doing? I think Tara's kind of stagger. I think he's like very confused now, probably delirious from like blood loss or something. And I think he's just kind of like wandering around and just like grabbing things and putting them in his bag. Like he's in like the manor or something and he's looting. Nice. <laughs> Hey, Nerium, there's, there's, like, items. Mirrors. We're looking for mirrors. Items. Mirrors. Gotta get the loot so we can <laughs> sell it. And then we can buy a, a horse. Mirrors, mirrors, mirrors. Would you like to make an investigation check, Taro? Yes. Okay, then make one at disadvantage. Okay. Because you are playing this up so good. That's that's how it works. If you play really well, you get disadvantage. You get punished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, if you play really well, I might give you advantage on something. That's okay. Investigation, right? I rolled a six and an eight, so I got a six. Okay. Yeah, you're just grabbing things. Yep. Some things look nice. Some things look fine. Got a few pair of socks in there. Yeah. Never know when those might come in handy. Definitely got some stockings that look way too fancy. Um... Natalia, you are still walking up the stairs and you get to this corridor that is longer with these cupboards, exactly where you got to before, before you went running back down. Lord Falutin is still right on your heels. 
I'm just keeping on going. Make me a perception check. I'm trying to buy you guys time. Fifteen. Fifteen. You can just hear this very soft kind of noise from above you. And at the end of this corridor is a set of stairs that leads up. Uh, no, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. Okay, you just keep walking? Yeah. Okay. Three quarters of the way down the corridor, a huge hand suddenly grabs your shoulder. <gasps> this isn't where my dining room is, child. I, I'm, I'm very sorry, sir. Uh, I, I, I'm new, you see. Just his grip tightens on your shoulder. Uh, oh no is that what you say because that's very, <laughs> that's very yes, yes. <laughs> I can't think of anything oh else. no make oh, me no. a persuasion check with disadvantage oh my god <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> Nine. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, it's fine. I survived. The hand tightens again for a second and then lets go. And there is the second as you feel and hear him take a step back. And then you feel this incredible pain down the back of your neck back. And you take... Ooh. Okay, uh, 23 points of damage. And you are left on your knees, the back of your very small blue dress, now bloodstained, and he is gone from behind you. Hey, Nerium, Nerium. Mira. Nerium, Nerium, I have a really important question. Do you have to, this is serious. Nerium, this is serious. Yeah. Will you come to my birthday party? If either of us have another one, yeah. That's good. And then Tara falls over. Mirror, okay. I'm looking for the mirror. Okay, make me another investigation oh check. Oh god, why does it have to be investigation? Do I get to investigate the floor? <gasps> yeah, make me okay. a perception check. Hell yeah. Six, 16, 16. 16, okay. I got an 8 on my perception <laughs> check. <laughs> okay. You fall down onto the ground and Natalia, as your vision is like wavering and you are also on the ground, Taro, you kind of blink because there's like a weird like blue shape under the bed that just kind of looks a bit weird. And Nerium, at that exact moment, you pull out from inside a drawer on the bureau this very, very beautiful handheld mirror. And as soon as you grab it, it begins to grow in size and just get bigger and bigger and bigger until it becomes this full standing mirror with this incredibly beautiful wrought edge to it. And this edge is red, like it's encrusted with rubies. And then there is a second (gasps) where it suddenly shimmers and multiplies. And there are three mirrors in front of you, one encrusted with rubies, one with what looks like lapis lazuli, very pale blue, beautiful lapis lazuli stones and one in very deep green emeralds am i under the bed as you kind of blink you are lying face down on a carpet and you can see taro also lying face down maybe about like six foot from you taro hey nat guys hey 
It hurts so much. Yeah, I know. Big mood. Where do we go now? Neri? Are you there? Oh, Nerium's here. Hi, Nerium. Look, the mirror. It. I found the mirror and then it turned into this. I start to crawl out from under the bed in excruciating pain. I think Taro probably also props himself up in some way and says, um, it's a shame we left the Alice wheel with Findex. That would have been really useful. And wait, Taro, I, it, it's in here somewhere. I just, I just thought it wouldn't work because... All the magic stopped. Nat, Nat, I have a, a serious question. Nat, you have to you have to answer my question. Will you come to my birthday party? Sure thing, Taro. I'm panicking about these mirrors. As you take a second to look through them, they all are showing the same thing, and none of them are a reflection of you. They are showing you the middle room at the top of Atanas Manor. You see the same walls, you see the same bare floor and you see a single door that is open and in this door you can see almost the silhouette of Dexa holding the door. Fred. Red. Go, go through the red one. I grab uh, Taro's hand and Natalia's hand and drag them with me and run through the red. As you drag Natalia and Taro through this mirror, there is a second where it feels like you're kind of pushing through rubber or something that breaks and stretches around you and you push through. And for a second, all three of you are in this gray space and you can see this doorway almost, like a window pane that you can see through and you can see through into the top room in Atanas Manor, the same room that you saw Taro get trapped in the mirror. But you can see standing in the door this elf, this same Velo elf, and Nerium, you now recognize it to be Dexa. And as you're looking at it, he says, Axon, I'm sorry, I... you're too dangerous now. And then he closes the door. And as he closes the door, several things happen at once. Natalia, everything goes quiet, and everything goes dark. And you two watch as Natalia is suddenly in the middle of this room, outside of the mirror. The room Nat is in, although she can't see it, is totally rectangular. There's a door at one end and opposite it is the mirror that you, Taro, and you, Nerium, are trapped inside. Nat, you're standing about a foot from the mirror, but you cannot see or hear anything. Taro, you are standing within the mirror and you can see out into this room. So you see Natalia in front of you. You see this door opposite this mirror at the far end. It's the exact replica of the room that you were in in Atanas Manor. And you see a table along the left side of the wall. And this table is covered in like bits of almost like machinery or like a broken down clock. You can see like a wide kind of almost like clock face. You can see lots of little bits and everything. But the room is completely empty apart from that. And when you were in Atanas Manor the first time, there was no table there. You can also see Nerium standing in this kind of grey liminal space beside you. You can also see on the outside of this mirror a version of the Alice wheel, but it's not the exact same as when you were trapped in Atanas Manor, because this one looks like a proto version, it looks simpler, it doesn't look as thick, and some of the buttons are missing. Nerium, if we use cardinal directions, we say the table is north, the door is east, and the mirror is west, then your vision is south. It's right opposite the table, it's like against the wall, and it's between the mirror and the door. But what you see is slightly different. So you see the same room, you see the same table of things, but you see in the mirror trapped this creature that you saw in the first room, this this very fey-like 
wispy creature but it's crying and screaming and it's banging on the glass and you see again this repetition of Dexter closing the door and leaving this room and your gaze is fixed it's almost like you are a tv screen or like a camera not that you know what those are but your gaze is, is fixed and as you watch the creature screams and cries and you see these purple tear tracks coming down its face but Nerium you cannot see Natalia and you cannot see Taro but you can hear Taro's breathing next to you and you can kind of like sense his presence it's just like your view is fixed in another place. So Nat is in the real room and Taro you can see Nat in this room beyond the mirror and you can see Nerium beside you and Nerium you're seeing a kind of echo of this room at some other point in time. What do you want to do? I want to look at my hands. There's no numbers on them. And this Alice wheel in front of you is different from the one that you had before. I don't th- I don't think Nerium's up to doing anything at this point. She's just going to stare at it and thinking about the fact that Lord Falutin has hurt two people I care about. More people that I care about. And I couldn't stop him. I bring my hands up to my eyes. And upon determining that I can't, in fact, see, I let out a scream. And then I realise that I can't hear. And I just sink to my knees and curl up. I think Taro looks at the Alice wheel and presses number four. It doesn't have like that same number to it. You've only got the one button on the back. Just press the button again. Nothing happens. Look at my hands. Nothing. Ah. Well, this isn't good. All right, looks like it's up to Taro. Uh, can I put my hand on the mirror? Yeah, and as you put your hand on the mirror, it kind of bends a bit. I'm going to give it a real, real push. Okay, you get about half a meter out before it stops. It's almost like putting your hand through rubber. Yeah. Like the mirror bends, but you're still inside it. I'm going to put my hand on Nerium's shoulder. It's right there. It's right there. And as you say that, Nerium, you watch as this creature who has now stopped crying and yelling ducks its chin and there's this kind of flare to its nostrils and you feel almost like a second hand little wave of magic and you watch as this one round bit on the table starts to kind of rattle and then like slowly lift and it's very shaky and it's very like it's being held on like a really wobbly or a really weak string float its way over to the mirror and then slowly kind of adhere over the Alice wheel half that's inside the mirror. As I see that I'm saying oh my god Taro what's it doing what's it doing how's it doing that what's it doing is it putting it back together? Is what doing what 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 you need to explain. The thing I'm, in the mirror, the creature in the mirror. What? We're in the mirror. Wait, and so is Nat, but in the other side of the mirror. What? Are you, what creature? I can see him. You're not seeing this. I can see the the demon. It's in the mirror, and Dexter just left it in the mirror, and it's m- moving a thing on the wheel that Nat's got in her bag. I have, I have one look in the mirror. Plane, like the mirror window thing. Okay, you can see Natalia curled up on the floor just in front of it. But I'm not seeing like anything floating and... No. You see this table full of parts. Use the force, Luke. I'm going to pull out my sword and just stab the mirror. (laughs) Okay, you stab and it bends again to about the same degree and then nothing happens. At what point do you stab? Do you hit like Nat at all with this stabbing? 
Oh, it, it goes that far out? It goes like half a meter out. You can push like half a meter. Could I get it, to now? It like bends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to poke now, I guess. Okay, now you suddenly feel With like... With your sword? Yeah, I guess so. Through some rubber. <laughs> yeah, you are suddenly kind of prodded by ah. something. It's not sharp. It's just like a kind of... It feels more like a finger prodding you than anything else. I I turn around and use my hand to hit the thing. Okay, so Nat hits your sword and like there's impact, like your sword moves. Huh. Nat's like rolled away and backed up away from the prod zone. <laughs> okay. Huh, what if... I can't do this. Look, Nerim, Nerim, this is against my better judgement, but I really need you back on the same page here. Uh, and then Taro gives Nerim a hug. Oh. So can you just Pull it together, please. Taro, I would like you to roll me a d20, first and foremost. It's a d20 to see whether Taro can experience love <laughs> and human connection. Is there a soul in this meaty? I got a 19. You got a 19? I got a 19. The power of friendship. The power Yay! of love. The power of friendship. Taro, you feel, as you hug Nerium, this almost like almost like a roly-poly, almost like a feeling of tumbling. Do you go with that feeling or not? Yeah, I'm going with it. Let's go. Okay. Nerium, suddenly your vision is back and you are looking at this grey liminal space and Taro, you watch as this creature trapped in the mirror starts to bang and wail, tears going down its face and then it drops its chin and it concentrates and you see pulling the plate towards the mirror and you watch as it fits on on top of the Alice wheel and as you watch this you can still feel Nerium against you as you're hugging her 